Welcome to the Business of Property podcast. I'm Simon. I'm Stuart. We're both property people running our own businesses. This podcast is just us chatting, as we often do, about anything and everything property. So I think today we're going to have a a bit of a chat um, about how we uh, manage time and and, uh, our limited resource of life. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, and you had a a question to to start us off, I think, Stuart. Well, yeah, given that... You know, New Year optimism can sometimes fade a little. So, you know, I'm talking from personal experience because we all get pumped up and January yep. comes by and then we realise that the new year looks very similar to the previous year in terms of the things we have to do with families and work and everything else. And so the question was around focus. And I guess my question to you, just before we hit the record button, was, you know, how do you manage your time? We talk about work-life balance or... Some might now say work-life integration, which I sort of subscribe to. But how do you manage your time? Because I think it's a big question, particularly for people in property, when your time is becoming more your own. So I'll leave that open-ended question with you. Well, I can probably answer it in one word, and I think that word is badly. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, my, my time management or or time balancing between the different things that are, are pulling on, on that time. Yeah. Uh, it is a constant challenge uh, yeah. for me personally, and uh, I, I tend to rethink it um, around the change of of each year, mm. um, and and I, I tweak my previous plan and and then mostly fail to stick to it again. Um, so it's yeah, it's, it's it's a constant challenge. I, I do try to uh, be aware of where my time is going, and 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 manage it sensibly, but, uh, but yeah, it does, doesn't always work out that way. Do you use any tools to to work out where your time's going? Or other, you know, calendar. And- I I actually I, I'm I'm a bit of a weirdo in so much as I, I track <laughs> my <laughs> yeah, no <yeah>. comment. <laughs> Just in this one isolated area, I assure you. Um, <laughs> I, I actually track my uh, my time twenty four seven. So I use wow. a, a a free app called Toggle. Um, well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah thinking Toggle. So I mean, lo- lots of people use that for tracking work time and billing and stuff like that but I, I actually track all of my time mm. um so I, I i record how long it takes me to, to have a shower in the morning i record how long that it takes weird. me to, to have lunch yeah. <laughs> thank you for that reassurance <laughs> <laughs> um uh, and but the I, i've been i've been doing this for years now actually and i have all that that data and one of the things i don't do as much as i should is actually look back on that data and work out what it's telling me and how I can, can improve it. I, I do this a bit, but I don't do it nearly as, as much or as thoroughly as I, as I should. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I joke, but I do, I do think it is really good because I think it's one of those things. So, but how do you manage... So how do you track your shower time? You just you come out and you, you're just so habitual about entering it into the phone that that's what you do. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's not quite as precise as actually the, the the seconds i spend in the shower so i have a um a, a sort of record whatever and a, a label um for getting ready in the morning so it's a little bit more vague so so yeah. i'll set that going go upstairs shave have a shower get dressed i'll probably dry first um get dressed and, and sort of get ready for, for the day generally and, and that will all be lumped together so um, so yeah, and, and I have an app on my phone. Um, I, I don't actually like the Toggle app itself. I have a, an accompanying app with it that, that makes switching between tasks a little bit quicker. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, before I start getting ready, 
switch to that item. Um, and then when I, I finish getting ready, I switch to the next item, whether that's um, checking my email or um, helping with the children or whatever it may be that, that comes next. And mm. just, just carry on. And as you said, I mean, the, the, the important thing is then to, to look at it, to, to measure it, what's... Yeah, and that, that's where I do, do fall down a bit. Um, there was a, uh, a, a while ago... I did notice that I was spending a lot of time um, uh, playing a game. So this was a, a game on a on mobile phone, and it, it's structured such that you you have to come back every X hours to get the next bonus or the next reward or whatever. And and you 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 log in or open the app, do those few things takes five minutes. And you think that was only five minutes, mm. but because I tracked those five minutes, I swapped to to recording that I was playing a game and then swapped away again um, at the end of the week and the end of the month I could look back and say actually crikey I spent a day playing that game mm. and, and yeah it was only five minutes at a time but, but it's a day that, that's, that's yeah. a lot of time um, and, uh, and I decided that I didn't want to be doing that I didn't want to be spending that time um, on, on that game which didn't it didn't because it was, was such a short amount of time you don't get, get to get into the game you didn't get to sort of have the sort of prolonged enjoyment for that I often associate with the computer games that I played when I was younger. Mm. Um, so yeah, decided I didn't want to do it based on that information, and uh, and I have now largely kicked the habit. Um, but I, see, I think that's I think that's so good because I, I would imagine I would imagine most people would wouldn't have done that, and you know you've acknowledged that actually just that little thing that I do every now and again is a day a month, and you've made the. I guess the conscious decision actually that's not how I want to spend a day and I think that's a I think that's a really powerful thing that a lot of people wouldn't be able to do I mean I do some obviously similar things myself in terms of playing a game you know some weeks it doesn't happen but every now and again I think well why shouldn't I just have a bit of mental downtime because of the amount of stuff we do but I think it's because then you're you're making a choice aren't you? you you can then make the choice if you're playing the game and you want downtime fine do it I think we, we should but at least you can then say actually instead of playing the game I'll read a book or yeah, I, I should clarify. I'm not anti-computer games uh, at all. Um, what, what I decided I object to is the style of game that pulls you in just for very short bits of time and makes you sort of feel that you're not spending time on it. Um, I'd, I'd much rather consciously say, actually, I'd rather spend two hours at a time playing a computer game that I can really get into and really enjoy, really enjoy and yeah. perhaps involve my children as well, yeah. <laughs> um, um, or, or some other person. So there's there's a bit more. Um, mm. uh, a sort of prolonged enjoyment from that activity, um, yeah. rather than uh, rather than these little tiny snippets. But I, I think the important thing for me on this subject, and, and this is the reason why we, we have this conversation, is the intentionality. Because then you've got the intention. So if it's habitual, or if it's almost subconscious, if you're just pulling out the phone because you say, "Oh, the time's up," and I just need to just log in quickly, then it becomes a second nature and for me it's about intentionality and, and I guess my thing around that and it's funny I've got toggle talking to you has generally reminded me right I'm going to start using that again because I need to start measuring because you know like you doing different things on different days you know some of them might be planning for coaching the football team on Saturday some might be just being doing a little bit of consultancy work and some days I just feel like I am just running to the next plate that wobbles and I know a lot of people would feel like that especially when you've you know you're working you've got a job you've got families and so on and so forth but I, I found that intentionality can help with that 
So if I say, well, Monday morning is that's the morning where I plan for my football training session, and then I go on to next work. If that's intentional, I don't feel like I've. You know, some, yeah, some it might be on a Monday, typical Mondays. If I don't plan my week on the Sunday night or write down, okay, this is exactly what I want to achieve on Monday, and it might just be two things, and everything else might just be knee-jerk reactions to yeah. emails. But as long as those two things get done, then I feel like I've had a productive day. Yeah. So this, so this is sort of moving a bit on from uh, recording what what happens to to trying to make a plan for what should happen. So so how do you plan your your time looking forwards? You mentioned a little bit there. Yeah. Um, well, like you, I do it badly. I I think I have to be honest about that. It's an ongoing thing. But um, a year or so ago, I, I, I read a book called The Bullet Journal which made me a lot more intentional, uh, which is really good for you know just writing down. And for me, there's a big power, for me personally, of, of writing things down, you know, from, from the mind through the pen into the book. You know, I, do, I, I don't have that many apps, and I, yeah, I do like using the computer, but for some reason, when I write it down, for me, there's just a more of a, a resonance and, uh, again, more intentionality. So for me, the big one is actually being, being able to plan. If I plan that week then I'm, I'm a lot more productive. What's your process for, for planning a week? Well, as you know, I was going to say that so what, what links to that is working a 12-week year. So we know the 12-week year quite well. So it's really starting at the highest level. What is it I'm trying to achieve? That might start... I've never been one of these people that can do 10-year, but I just can't. I've tried it. I've tried it and I've tried it and I... For some reason, I can't get out as far as 10 years. Uh, 10 years is a very long time. A lot changes in 10 years. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I even struggle with five. I mean, I can, I could probably do five because it feels near, which is why the 12-week year really works for me because I can think about the next year and I can think, okay, at the end of 2020, what, what do I really want to achieve? And then I'll, that's my big goal. So yeah. I'll set that big goal. And, and for me, that, you know, that year is 12 weeks. So I'll set that big goal, and then obviously we chunk that down into weeks and knowing what I want from each week. So some weeks, there might, it might just be one thing that needs to happen. You know, it could just be, you know, I need to, to arrange for renewed mortgages with a broker for that, for that first week. And that's then how I plan. So the Sunday nights, okay, as long as we achieve that goal, but that's just in one area. Of course, there are many areas of life but it's being clear on those goals and then planning out for the week ahead. And then that's how I've, I set the intention. And the, the thing that I always think about, I don't know if you've ever seen that video clip of the, the lecturer, he takes the big jar and he puts a jar in front of the class and then he kind of puts a load of, you know, sort of fairly big stones into the jar and he just says to the class, you know, is there any room left in this jar? And they kind of say, well, no, not really. And he says, well, okay. And then he gets a bag of marbles, pours the marbles, and then they sort of drop through the gaps. And he says, is there any room left in here now? And they say, no, definitely not. And he says, okay. And then he gets, gets some sand, and he pours the sand in, and, of course, that fills up all the remaining gaps. And, of course, they've now got it. And he says, do you think there's any room left? And, you know, everyone sort of doesn't know. And he goes, actually, there is. And then he pours water on the top, and that still goes in. And... That really resonated with me because back in corporate land, before I retrained myself, I'd always do the little things first, but it's those little things. So if you, if you poured the water in first, there wouldn't have been any room. Or if you poured the sand in first, mm. which in my head are the little things, there wouldn't be any room left for the big things. 
And actually, when we're honest with ourselves, it's the, well, the big things are the most important things. So why do we naturally <laughs> put the big things off? We procrastinate and put the big things off. So now I make intention, okay, what's my big thing? And I'll do that first, and then I'll respond to everyone's brain farts and emails that they send <laughs> on email. But you know, how, how do you define big thing? Do, um, do you, is that sort of the thing you expect to take longest or the thing that is most important? Definitely most important. Yeah, time, time's not the factor. It's what's most important. I mean, if it's so big that it can't be done in two hours or whatever that task is, then, of course, you're going to have to... You have to chunk that down to use that yeah. terminology. Yeah, exactly. But for me, the big thing, I mean, I'll use a real example. So my big thing this year, so as simple as it sounds, I need to make sure that I'm in full occupancy or you know, just work on as close to that as possible and that my costs are reduced. Then under that, obviously, I have to work out the actions that need to be taken. Now, so in terms of occupancy, the team works on that in terms of, the lettings agents that I've got multiple of those mm-hmm. you know advertising and that kind of thing so the action is actually a weekly action you know now on a Monday morning my first call is I remind everyone that I'm here what's the plan what are we doing that's a big thing you know reduction of cost what's the big thing there well again we have to break that down what's the what's the biggest single thing affecting cost well the first thing is mortgage and then it's utilities, and then it's X, and then it's Y, and then it's Z. So mortgage, okay, so my first action is I need to review all of my mortgages and all of my mortgage terms. And we've, we've talked about only I need to use PATMA to remind me of that, so I have to think less. <laughs> so, so they're the big things. What The big thing is the most important thing in relation to the goal that I'm trying to achieve. Yep. So when you're, um, when you're actually planning on a, a more granular level, when you get down to your, your weeks and your days, um, do you... Do you time block? Do you do you allocate time for these things, or do you have a to do list that you you work through? Or yeah, um, how, how do you how, how does it work on a on a practical level? So today? I haven't yet got to time blocking, and I think that is for me that's the goal is to get to time blocking. I've mm. I've tried it, I haven't got there yet because of the multitude of things I do. So I haven't got there. Yet. The, the twelve week year tends to break the actions down into the smallest component parts anyway into the week, so they'll be set, but. And the bullet journal as well, I'll set those actions for the day or the week and they'll be prioritised. The big ones have stars next to them. So I know that they'll just be the, you know, again, to coin another phrase, I'll swallow the frog and the ones with asterisks, even if I don't want to do them, they'll just be the first ones I do. But ultimately, ultimately what I want to do is the time blocking because that, that, for me, that's the most intentional you can get is actually your day has already been planned. And when we talk about time blocking, it would still be two hours for my big task and then there might just be half an hour to deal with randomness yeah and for me that's the goal because i still get a bit too reactive if my phone rings i mean sometimes yeah. i switch it off to flight mode now I'm getting better but it's i think it's a it's a difficult thing so mm. for i i have been trying to time block for a while and i'm i'm doing it uh, again i'm i've refreshed my uh, my efforts in this area mm. uh, so i do every weekend i block out sections of my my following week into different tasks or at least different topics of task mm. um uh, but but then actually implementing it on a day-to-day basis is still difficult that's the challenge um because mm. you have, i have have a to-do list as well um and balancing between the the block that it says in my in my calendar and this urgent thing on my to-do list which isn't in that block is is always always tricky um, especially when when you have somebody shouting at you or metaphorically shouting at you 
in an email that's super urgent and whatever else, but your email time block isn't for another three or four hours. <laughs> do, you, do you deal with that and, and, and get that done, or, or do, you, do you actually manage to, to push it away and, well, I think and leave it? It's, it's, tr- it's tricky, and I haven't, if, I haven't mastered that yet. If we were black belts, the answer would be no, you wouldn't do it. You know, we're, <laughs> we're obviously not black belts yet, but I think that's the important thing. And the, the other thing I heard that I really liked, and I've talked about it on my podcast um, on Executive Juice recently, is the the point is when you say yes to something you're saying no to something else and that's kind of where this conversation you know the idea came from because we talked about this yeah. off air where you know I my goal this year is to say no to as many things as I can I said no to a couple and then I kind of said yes to something <laughs> yesterday <laughs> but it's going to be a no now because I've I've checked myself but if your most important thing you've already you've thought about the week ahead you've time blocked and that's your most important thing just because someone's emailed you with something urgent and the other the other point is is when you when you say yes to something you're saying no to something else whether that's if you say yes to more work and you're saying no to time with the kids yeah or you're saying yes to somebody else's priority and that's the other thing I, I've learned and again I, I I'm going to be honest I, I haven't yet put into practice but I really really agree with and want to is that the inbox is full of other people's priorities, not yours. Yeah, yeah, very good. Good description of it, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, just uh, mentioning black belts, I do actually have a black belt. Um, so, uh, in? I, uh, not in time management. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, in judo. Oh, uh, good. I'm glad I haven't insulted you <laughs> to any great degree so far. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I haven't been practicing for over a decade, so I think you're pretty safe. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I should have uh, I should have thought of that one for your uh, executive juice question on uh, on things people not many do. people know about me. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to get get you on again. <laughs> but I think you know. So I think I think we've talked a fair amount around time management, and we set twenty minutes for this podcast. So if, if we were going to live what we say, we'd have. Uh, well, not, not long left. We'll have to say the uh, outro very, very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess we should now uh, bring this to a close then. <laughs> yeah, very good. So uh, so where can people find show notes, Stuart? As always, just go to thebusinessofproperty.com where all of the show notes and any interesting links that we can remember or think of will appear on that page as well. <laughs>